Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, everyone? And welcome into the NHL opening night expected bets show. Today we break down the three games for October 10th here. Uh, Decent slate for opening night here, shockingly. I know we've had a few interesting opening slates for the last few nights, but before we get into our best bets, let's bring in the rest of the squad. Franco, how are we doing? I am so ready, man. I, I was going to go light on opening day, and I just started seeing the lines pop up today. I'm like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Take it. Yep. And then all of a sudden, now I have a bunch of bets. So I'm I'm fired up. No, Love it. Betsky, how about you? Oh, I'm feeling the same way. We're going to get this started off right too. Love it. <laughs> with, the, with the Gretzky's Betsky's yeah, uh, with, t-shirt with, in the background with too. With the Blue Mountains around the shirt too. Yeah. So. so awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's get into the first game here. Nashville travels to Tampa here. Nashville plus 140 on the money line. Tampa Bay minus 160. A lot of line movement in this game, obviously, given the Vasilevsky move. Nashville opened at plus 160. The cents dropped 20 cents to plus 140. Over under six and a half here. Kind of consistent, uh, as we saw last year. Minus 102 to the over. Minus, or minus 102 to the under, excuse me. Minus 118 to the over here. Frank Earl, start with you here. First game, NHL season. What do you like? Well, we kind of talked about this already, um, but I'm loving Nashville money line here. Um, main reason being is, I think I think early in the season, <clears throat> goalies matter so much, right? Your your blue lines are getting their stuff together, trying to figure out how to work with each other, and the forwards passing and offensive zone play maybe a little bit sloppy as well at least to start the year but there's nothing like having a rock solid goalie behind you and Saros is that guy I can't say the same thing about what Tampa Bay is going to be putting out until Vassy comes back so um, I look forward to targeting Tampa um, early and often to start the year especially because of this I, I think that they're going to be overvalued because of their name at least to start the season and I'm going to be targeting overs and team total overs against them and money lines against them because of that. So um, I think we all agree with that play. The other one, I'm going to kind of pivot to the other side of the ice um, with Steven Stamkos over two and a half shots. So um, <clears throat> main reason here is I just I just see too much value at the number here. It's minus 145 on, on DraftKings, which is right about at the limit I want, I'm willing to play. Um, I don't usually like to go that high, but in this case, I, th- I think it's warranted. Um, there's a lot of issues with the contract situation with him in the off season. Um, he wants to, he wants to be extending. He wants to be the guy long-term here. And I guess they just couldn't work it out. So um, I think we're going to see a guy coming out fired up to start the year. You get, you're going to meet him at two and a half at a bettable number to start the year against Nashville um, on home ice. I'm going to take that all day. Yeah, I love that. Betsy, how about you? Any plays for this first game? Yeah, well, I mean, I think our whole squad ride is the Nashville money line. So we posted yep. that earlier. 
plus money. A lot of the same rationale that Franco highlighted here. Another thing with Tampa, though, is they're the older team, and we've seen them kind of come out slow before. So this wouldn't be the first time that they kind of have a slumpy start, and then they usually get that motor going, get the chemistry going, and uh, start to kind of become a machine as the season goes on. But, yeah, especially with the goaltending issues that they may have here, it's going to be interesting to see if he can even kind of hold his ground for this team. Um, But, yeah, outside of that money line – one that I've kind of got my eye on is uh, a Yossi power play point here. So I have a feeling Tampa may have to take penalties. And by that, I mean, uh, if there's breakaways from the Nashville, it may be smarter to just take the two minute penalty rather than leaving their goalie high and dry. Uh, so you may see some hooking calls, some tripping just to stop some, you know, open shots uh, on their kind of rusty and, uh, pretty frankly, a shaky goaltender there. So I think uh, Nashville could be on the power play quite a bit. And we know Yossi is that QB there. Uh, We got big Ryan O'Reilly now sitting in the front of the net. I kind of like that look. Um, Then you probably can get some decent value on that um, rather than taking kind of like a Yossi point or apple. But if you want to be a little less risky, I I love his assist as well. Don't forget to do that. Don't forget, too, that, I mean, I, I know a lot of people are pointing out Nashville's struggles with giving out a ton of penalties last year, but Tampa was ranked right up there last year as well. Yeah. Um, top four last year in penalties against per game. So um, I love that Nashville power play. Forsberg coming back healthy, fired up as well. So I, yes. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, he's been really firing during the preseason. And, yeah, Tampa's got a lot of kind of big, burly uh, forwards and defensemen. I mean, they added Nick Paul, Janelle, uh, Isimont's not necessarily a power forward, but he's not necessarily like uh, Anthony Duclair of the league. Uh, Hagel's known for getting in there and being gritty. So they got a lot of people on that team that, I mean, for the most part, their size and the, the way they play probably helps them in the long run, but they are also the type of players that will commit pow- uh, penalties. So. Yeah, obviously, I think, like you said before, we're all on Nashville money line here uh, as we kind of went through our division previews here. Another look that I like here, too, is Nashville team total over two and a half minus 135 on DK right now. I think there's some value there, too. Minus 135 mm-hmm. is a number comfortable on laying here. I think they can at least sneak by Johansson, too. And like you mentioned, too, I think they match up really well with this team. Young group of forwards that have shown they can score. And who knows what Tampa Bay is going to look like, too. They lost a few key guys in Kalorn here, so it's going to be interesting to see how their lineup shifts from there. I think Tampa Bay or uh, Nashville team total at two and a half is a solid look here. That'll probably add on to the card in addition to the money line here. Um, yeah, and it, if you're if you're scared of that plus money money line, uh, that's a nice way to kind of pivot and say, hey, I trust that Nashville is going to be at least able to score. If they can't outpace Tampa, that may be a safer way to do kind of like a half national yeah. money line. No, I agree. Yeah. Moving along here, we got Chicago at Pittsburgh here. Chicago plus 200 on the money line. Nash or, uh, Pittsburgh minus 238 over under six and a half again. Juice to the over here. Betsky, I'll start with you in this one here. Any plays that you're looking for in the start of the Bedard era? Yeah, I mean... Bedard's going to be extremely exciting to watch. And uh, I may, I may dabble with his shots at, at 
to some cap- capacity here, maybe even look at his goal. I mean, these players that are really, truly special like that usually can come out flying. I think I'd be more hesitant for either one of those props if he wasn't playing Pittsburgh. Yeah. So Pittsburgh allowed top five shots against last season. Uh, these were games that would go be high scoring back and forth type games. I mean, if he was playing against Boston, let's say that they may need to just try to shut them down. No, I'm not going to be taking those types of props. But because it's Pittsburgh, yeah, I may lean into Bedard and then uh, just have a little fun with it. I may not try to go too heavy on that, but it could be fun to kind of sprinkle it in, maybe in a little parlay or something. But what I really love here is going back to that team total. Pittsburgh team total, to me, it feels pretty damn, I hate to say automatic, but this is a Penguins team that got bounced by Chicago to miss the playoffs for the first time since Sidney Crosby was a rookie in 2006-2007. Crosby is a vindictive man. Do you think he's going to come in here and not want to just completely demolish Chicago, who already has bad goaltending, who already has half an AHL roster on their lineup? It's minus 146, so it's not the prettiest team total here. Uh, Is that maybe a two you and a half or three and a half? Three and a half. Okay. So, you know, maybe you could combine that with uh, that Nashville team total that we were kind of talking about, or maybe find an alt over or alt under on the other two slates to just kind of take something super juiced and then just get a little bit more value out of that. But I'm really going to lean into Pittsburgh laying it down on Chicago and remembering that streak that they spoiled. And I also I'm waiting to see what the odds are going to be for Sidney Crosby over 1.5 points. It's not on FanDuel yet, but as soon as I see that open, I will probably put a full unit on that. Um, Because again, this is not just, you know, Brian Rust, who's a little upset that he didn't get to be in the playoffs last year. This is the guy who's done it every single year of his entire career, playing against the team who was, what, second to last place last season, third to yep. last, and they knocked them out of the playoffs. He is going to come yep. out fired up. And and especially because Bedard, you know, everybody's saying he's like the next coming of Connor McDavid, who is the next coming of Sidney Crosby. You think Sid the Kid's going to want to let Bedard run around and do his thing without showing him what he's got in, in the meantime? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, so I just put together kind of a quick same game parlay here. If you take that over three and a half for Pittsburgh team total along with their money line, minus 125. Love that. Yep. So that's certainly a look here, too, if you're trying to juice those or uh, lessen the juice on that bet. Franco, any uh, looks here in Chicago, Pittsburgh? Well, first, I'll tell you, Betsky, that the uh, DraftKings has Crosby over one and a half at plus 150 right now. So, oh, Awesome. I like that value. Yes. That's that's insane yeah. value. Um, you could also get his assist at minus one ten. I like that a lot as well. So I like that a lot as well too. I, I think yeah. I think you can't really go wrong looking at Crosby props in general. So I'll probably add that. That was not um, originally on my on my card, but here we go. Adding more again. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I do like Pittsburgh to smash here. I, I think I think we all uh, agreed that we're all low on Chicago in general, right? No matter. Yeah 
what Bedard brings to the table here, Mrazek is just, I can't even believe he's still a starter in this league, to be honest. And, and it feels intentional to keep him oh, after last absolutely, season. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like yeah. they feel like they need a top five pick and they're a little worried by adding all and Bedard to the lineup. It may knock them out of that. So let's keep the crappy goaltender. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be a ton of goals on the Pittsburgh side. I, I don't mind the puck line if you're if you're feeling saucy. Um, yeah. I know Gator has a play as well on the Pittsburgh side, but um, earlier today when the, when the lines dropped, I was able to grab Bedard over two and a half shots at minus one Oh eight. That is long, long gone at this point. So mm-hmm. um, I love that play though, regardless of how this game goes, I don't see a scenario where this kid doesn't want to come out firing in, in a big primetime game to start off his career. Um, Pittsburgh, like you said, gave up a ton of shots last year, especially mm-hmm. to the center position. So um, I like that a lot. Uh, the other one I like as well is his either his point or his assist prop. Um, I don't think that he's going to score a goal this first game, um, just because of the way this this game's going to go. I, I kind of um, lean Taylor Hall actually for a goal if you're if you're feeling wow. saucy. Um, so reason being is this is silly, but he just had a kid, and we've seen it before. A guy having a kid. Loves coming out scoring a goal in his first <laughs> yeah, game, right? It's the so, strangest it, thing. It it's true. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. Like no matter how crazy it is, but regardless, I think I think because of that, we're going to see him dishing it off to Hall, um, regardless. Yeah. Um, whether Hall buries it or not, um, I think I think he's going to be trying to set up Taylor Hall. So, I do think Chicago gets at least one or two, and I don't think I mean unless Jari's going to have a bounce back year, I don't necessarily love this Pittsburgh blue line still. So that's where I would lean. Um, and I'll probably, like you said, I'll, I'll probably add that some sort of Crosby prop, whether it's the over one and a half or the assist. This entire time I was thinking it was in Chicago. I, I realize now it's actually in Pittsburgh too, just to yeah. Yep. Yeah, the, more weight in the beat down. Yeah, Chicago's schedule of starting off with Pittsburgh-Boston isn't exactly the <laughs> easiest for this uh, team and not exactly ideal, I'd say. Um Going off that, yeah, I, I love this 60-minute money line. Obviously, it's a little bit of heavy on the juice, minus 145 here. But like I said, I'm still kind of comfortable laying that number, given how much I do actually like this play of Pittsburgh to take down Chicago on opening night here. Like you said, this is, oddly enough, on opening night, yeah. not including a Stanley Cup uh, kind of finals matchup. This is a revenge game. Yeah, This is 100% a revenge game for Pittsburgh here. And Chicago's going to take the brunt of it. So I love Pittsburgh in regulation, 60-minute money line, minus 145. Another play I like, too, Eric Carlson over two and a half shots on goal here. So he's going to be on that first unit power play. Could get some time, even on the second, I heard, um, that we were talking about here. Plus, even money here, plus 100. Chicago's given up what? They were a top five team in shots allowed last year. They gave up a ton of shots to defensemen here as well. I think Pittsburgh comes out. Eric Carlson, obviously, new team here, wants to show him what he can do. I think it's uh, I think it's a great bet here at even money for Carlson over two and a half on uh, nice. opening night. Moving along here to the uh, third game here, Seattle at Vegas. Vegas minus 170 on the money line here. Seattle plus 142 over under six and a half here. Betsky, I'll start with you here. I know we kind of talked about this before the show. It's yeah. the best game of the night for sure. 
but any kind of liens or plays on this, where is it going to be kind yeah, of, let's I, hopefully count our money at the end of the night and just yeah, watch some I, hockey. I agree. It's definitely going to be the best matchup. Um, I mean, it's going to be obviously extremely exciting to see Bedard. Uh, and I think that Nashville Tampa game is going to be a fun one to watch, but this is, this should feel the most like, a I don't want to say a playoff hockey game since it's day one. Yeah. This is definitely the most evenly matched. I feel, I guess you could say Nashville Tampa is in a way, yep. but, <clears throat> but, uh, I always get nervous with these these Stanley Cup winners on game one, uh, getting back into it the first couple weeks even, especially with Vegas with all the weird goaltending issues they had at the end of the season. I, I don't know if this game is going to go over. Seattle was kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team all last year too. On the road, they would be able to score, and those games would go flying past the over. At home, things got tightened up, and then during the playoffs – I mean, they were really an under under team. So uh, you guys informed me Dunn is out. Uh, so that may hurt um, the ability for the team to put up points. But again, I mean, we've seen it before. This, would it surprise me if this game is a four to five game? No, not at all. So as far as sides, I, I don't know really if I want to dip into anything. Really, the only thing I had circled is Jer- Jared McCann, uh, over 2.5 shots. So that looks to be around minus 105 on a lot of books. Uh, this was their primary sniper, their primary shooter for the Kraken. Uh, I think he really kind of elevated himself as one of the premier kind of snipers in the league. And I don't think he's going to slow down anytime soon. I think this is the position he has cemented for himself. And this is what we're going to see from him from now on. Uh, so I want to grab it before books start to adjust and before you start stringing a lot of games in a row. Uh, otherwise, I don't know if I really want to dabble too much into this. And like you said, maybe hopefully we're counting our money at this point and just kind of enjoying a good game, right? Yeah. Frank, well, how about you? Strength. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's opening night, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this is uh, kind of like we said. Maybe, maybe it's a situation where if you kill these first two games, then you have a little fun, right? Um, <clears throat> play one of the leans that you have coming into this game. Yeah. Um, so historically, at, le- at least in the last year or so, this has been like an under under uh, matchup, believe it or not. So um, that kind of makes it, I don't want to say not exciting, because I like, like you guys said, I think this is going to be almost like, like a playoff type game and a tight back and forth game. Um, Vegas has dominated the series historically as well. Um, seven and one, I think. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty wild to look at as well, but I mean, a lot of that Seattle wasn't good the previous season. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, on the surface, I want to just go right back to that cracking team total on the road wagon of last year. That was just so fun to ride every single game. Yeah. And, um, the value, I mean, isn't even really there. I mean, we're playing against Vegas in Vegas. Over two and a half is minus 140. It's hard to love that, especially with the series history being more towards the unders. So I don't really necessarily love anything here. Um, don't really want to bet any point props because of the unders and stuff like that. I mean, I even saw Jack Eichel over two and a half shots, is, which is crazy that he's at two and a half. Usually he's a three and a half type guy. 
but he doesn't hit his number against this team either. Um, I don't know if Seattle's going to be the same, same stingy against the shot type of defense this year, but I think this is a game you watch, you enjoy it, and you take notes and see um, see if these teams are still the same as last year, if there's any differences going into the next year, um, into next week or the next couple of games here with them. So probably, probably lay off and – you know, play it by there. If, if I'm feeling really good after the first few games, maybe I'll sprinkle something. Yeah, it's interesting too. I mean, the projected goalies here are Eden Hill and uh, Philip Grubauer here, both who had great seasons last year. And you really wonder if they can kind of continue that in for coming for this year too, or if you're kind of going to see game one, that it's going to be a regression season for one of them, if not both. So certainly a lot to look forward here in this final game here. You guys want to shout out your socials one more time? Sure. Well, I am uh, Gretzky Betsky, Gretzky Betsky's on Twitter.com and part of the Parlay Science Discord. Awesome. And I'm Franco the Banker at Franco the Banker on Twitter. Awesome. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Gator Betting and on theoddsbreakers.com. Be sure to check out the podcast Twitter as well, where we post our daily best bets along with video clips, expected bets for. Thanks all for listening and good luck on opening night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.